0: Oh, there he is. Okay, I was going to say, Craig doesn't want to hear your joke, apparently. There he, there he is. All <clears throat> oh, right. Sorry, I have, like, this, like, itch in the back of my throat, and I'm trying to figure out intently whether or not I need to cough before the start of this, and i was been staring at my water like bottle being, water. I did, I just did, and I'm just kind of staring being like, is it gone? No.
1: Yeah, I hate but that.
0: Just can't wait to do those clap sync and then suddenly just hack along into the mic. (laughs) I mean, we can call it
2: a COVID joke. I think those Mm -hmm. are still in style. Mm -hmm.
3: They're they're becoming more and more in style, I feel like. Mm
2: -hmm. More and more?
3: Well, yeah, before it was like too soon. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't funny yet.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I always thought it was funny, but yeah. (laughs) We've moved moved on to COVID like Delta variant jokes
2: hmm <laughs> That's, like, a very specific joke. It's a really... Decadent. Dude, I
3: love... Oh, God, dude, you know what's fucking hilarious about that? I love how we just... I feel like, should I, like, keep this in for the... Flight? But, dude, coronavirus, COVID, right, mm-hmm. has killed two fucking brands now. Corona and Delta, the airlines. Like, <laughs> it's just, like, they're getting fucking wrecked out there. It's, like, next thing it's gonna be, like, and this is the Uber variant this is the lyft (laughs) variant this is the pepsi cola (laughs) variant (laughs) like that
0: sounds like a dystopia where they start sponsoring mutations of viruses Mm -hmm. uh now for the new mutations sponsored by sprite
3: (laughs) well honestly like that's kind of like that's kind of like how people view like the way that people market through like competitive teams and stuff like think about it right like that you know. Like, SKT is, like, a phone company, and it's getting its fucking name in your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Same with FTX. Where right? I wish
2: you had not used the phrase, get your name in your mouth. I
3: know, but it's true, though.
2: I didn't like it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have to <laughs> like it. In fact, I think that's the whole premise of the point, is that, like, you know, you just have to say all these na- brand names mm-hmm. over and over again, you know? Because yeah. they just, like, they pay for it. and then, So, it's, like, it's like honestly, that's, like, if they could, if they could sponsor... Dude, I mean, like, yeah, this city feels, like, not that far off. It feels, like, not that far off, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, you got got your joke in order?
3: Maybe. We'll see.
0: Oh, dear. It's going to be a wild card. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) We'll, We'll see. I just can't wait to start the podcast and there to be silence, and you're just like, nope opportunity is passed yeah
3: it's gone (laughs) oh i didn't write it down it's just gone
0: Mm -hmm. all right cool all right recording program of choice pulled up and we will hit the record button in three two one click all right clap sync three two one
3: okay Delayed as usual. Unfair. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Sounding good. <laughs> so you guys, you have to understand, right, that I prefaced people before this show went live with the fact that I have one, I guess, joke I said, but is that even fair? Like one mildly humorous concept to reference But as we start this podcast. And I feel like now the expectation for it is just out of control. Mm-hmm. And so I had to set that up for the audience, too, just so they, that it can fall flat as equally for them as it does for uh the people actually here on the recording so
0: anticipation is building
3: so here's my question you guys do you think like and by what factor like how much longer is our podcast going to be this actual game i'm thinking 2x at least that's what i'm thinking <laughs> yep
0: i mean i was gonna like i was about to text the group to be like we need to extend this out to four weeks i don't think i can get it done time but,
2: <laughs> sorry yeah.
3: that just makes sense Yeah, Yeah,
2: that 30 minutes is just really eating into my, I don't know, whatever else you're playing right
0: now. Valorant time.
4: Mm
0: (laughs) Zoe's making me play through a portal. Oh, I mean, this game's taking me at least 22 hours to finish. I don't mm -hmm. know about you guys, but it took me a while to get through Act 1 itself. Mm
5: -hmm. Yeah, I had to sacrifice all of uh, my Valorant time. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I've been on vacation, too, so just playing Florence that entire time.
2: Yeah,
3: but was it worth it, you guys? And that's what we'll get into soon, and potentially now. Um, Should so... we
2: clarify for the people listening who are hella confused right now that Florence is a very short game? Sure, one hour.
5: It took me like forty-two minutes. minutes long. 100%. Yeah,
2: I saw James clocked it at thirty-seven minutes.
0: Thanks, Steam.
2: Yeah, James. I played it on running. my
0: phone, and I literally like woke up yesterday morning, played it in bed, and still had time to like I don't know still lays around in bed to do other like things on my nintendo switch afterwards it's a very short game but it's, yeah. a, it's a lovely experience
2: so if you're worried that you have to play a 22 hour game before you can listen to this podcast like you're fine mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. just yeah, literally time. pause yeah. this
4: <laughs> yeah download the game play yeah. it yeah and then listen to the podcast you'll be back in like half an hour
3: Yeah, Yeah, or you could just absolutely ruin both experiences by listening to the podcast while you play this game. (laughs) (laughs) Hey! And I think you'd potentially ruin both experiences. I want someone to
2: do that. I feel like that would be an
0: experience.
3: Well, I mean, I often listen to podcasts while I play video games, but... Like, they have to be the right type of video game, of course. Mm-hmm. And
0: this I don't one's... think Florence is the right type. I was going to say, what kind of video game is that good for, though?
3: Yeah. So, it's it's often good for the types of video games that I don't really respect anymore these days. But things like <laughs> Assassin's Creed <laughs> or Far Cry or et cetera, et cetera, where you are just collecting a lot of things on the map. You're running around. There's a lot of travel time. Um And there's a lot of travel time between differences, but there are also, of course, tons of games that I have loved over the course of my years in that genre, like things like fucking Oblivion or Skyrim and stuff like that. It's like, you know, they're wonderful games, but at some point you got to traverse the world. And at some point you might just want to go explore and, you know, check some things off a list or something like that. And so that's a perfect time for a podcast, I think.
0: Yeah, you, gotta you know, find I kind of wish reads. that Brandon did that when he played through Far Cry 5 because there were hours on end where I had to listen to the same jesus cult music on a loop Mm -hmm. for like a week straight as he was trying to 100% the game to the point where i would just hear the like the beginning chords of like he is our god i'm just like fuck no turn it off (laughs) maybe like a really nice pair of cordless bluetooth headphones are in your future
2: zoe (laughs) that might be a great gift Mm
3: -hmm, mm
2: -hmm. oh
0: indeed indeed
3: But like you know even like gosh i mean i gotta feel like just hundred percenting James and games in general, James. God damn, <laughs> how, damn yeah. it. how does that not happen, happen more? <laughs> oh god, how does this not happen more to us, you guys?
0: Like, James and Games.
3: Yeah, James.games. Mm-hmm. Go check that website out. It's not affiliated with us in any way at all. But if you want to put light and kind social pressure on them to give it to us. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Is mm-hmm. that as you know, we just don't want to weaponize our fan
4: base. You know Bully the shit out of them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do it
2: do it oh um, i sense a lawsuit in our future if you bully them it. and they get mad at you you can always write in at tyranny at gmail.com we do not have a legal team to back you up you are on your own yeah exactly
4: <laughs> yeah, but we worry, will like, talk about it on the podcast
2: We yeah, 100 so. will
3: or alternatively like we'll like delete our presence on the internet too if it gets too crazy yeah and we'll just, just like, go, go our it. separate ways and just run <laughs> just hightail it i mean like listen like you know i think we're not committed necessarily to being you know on the internet if someone were to come at us with a lawsuit i think we could run mm-hmm. so you know
2: if you don't like what it. we're
3: saying just you know do what everybody else does and sue us and take us out
2: wow let's not encourage that yeah <laughs> okay,
3: okay. Um, <laughs> did you say sue oh, so us you Shouldn't encourage bullying <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah, else yeah, i would just don't say bully. yeah no um but also don't take this joke segment, serious. You know what I mean? Like, please, like, just do us that fucking favor, would you? And just
1: not. literally you know what we need is down. that guy
2: from Mass Effect that says all his emotions. Oh uh, yep. We <laughs> need. We need to just go back and add in sarcastic. his sarcastic, se- exactly, or like <laughs> funny, <laughs> like whatever it is. It's <laughs> the beginning of this section, so everybody knows.
3: And actually, I think that's honestly the problem with the internet these days is that no one can smell our emotions, right? Mm. Coming through the mm. microphones and the videos and the streams and stuff. Because that's what that, that um, character or whatever, like race or like alien, whatever does, is that they, they do their emotions through smell. And so because we can't pick that up. So maybe if there was more smell on the internet, right, people would understand each other better. And so speaking of understanding it's each other television.
1: better,
3: let's talk about... <laughs> a relationship that happened in this game, right? Okay. So I guess I will Lawless say- transition. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, I will say, okay, so I know like probably people have seen this and I, like we've said already, pause and go play it. Um, but just like if you need a little bit more of a sell, right? Obviously, like I said, it's very short. It's on mobile. It's on just about every platform, Switch, whatever else. Um, we played it on Mac, you know, it can be on Mac, it's, mm-hmm. you know, you might be able to get this on Android for your television. I have no idea. Uh, I didn't really try that one. your um,
0: TV or whatever.
3: <laughs> yeah. Although, actually, I would greatly recommend to play this game with something, some sort of, uh, maybe like a touchscreen or a mouse or something like that. Not I a feel controller. Like. Yeah. yeah.
4: Did you play this game Just on controller Specifically, not a controller. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I played this game with a controller.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And how
2: was your experience, James?
4: I liked it a lot, but the controls weren't part of that.
2: Yeah. I know, McCoy played it on a trackpad, and I feel like even that was a little (laughs) touchy at times.
3: Yeah, I would not recommend a trackpad. Um, How many arguments did you win because... um, Oh, I didn't win any arguments because of my trackpad situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was actually really awkward because, like, well, first of all, just by the way, James, if you want to go like meta already, like, there's no winning an argument like that. But second of all, um, because, like, do you win if you've crushed their soul? I don't know. I've tested that after yes. my life. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> yes, sometimes no. Mostly no. Um, sometimes looking back on it, definitely. Um, but yeah, like, uh, I definitely was sitting there and, like, the, the fucking, like, mouse expert StarCraft person in me is like, well, if I was playing this, like, on my setup with my mouse with, like, instead of this trackpad, I might be fucking rocking this person. But, you know, it really that's not the goal. Um, and so what this game is is it's a bunch of interesting ways that game mechanics can sort of represent sort of just – I, I may, some of it's mundane and some of it's not, but just – parts of human life and parts of human ri- life in relationships and so one of the things that we're talking about is like there's a you know there's a game mechanic where you're trying to fill out the speech uh, bubbles of your conversation basically and it's an argument so they're saying things fast and intensely and you're trying to like you know basically race them but there's also the not timed version of that where you're putting together the pieces of your conversation and they they just do really cute stuff with their mechanics that get at ideas in ways that usually game mechanics don't game mechanics like something you see in the tutorial or something and then you just kind of move on and they can be a great source of fun in the game but like the speech bubble uh mechanic for example one of the things they do is early on when you're talking with this person that you end up like dating and that's one of the core parts of this game uh when you're on your first date, the speech bubble that you have to create is in a bunch of different pieces. It's like four or five pieces and it's kind of awkwardly fit together and you have to kind of like look and try to see and make sure you're, you're filling it out the correct way. And then as you get to know this person and start to be, you know, more familiar with this person, the speech flows much more naturally because the speech bubbles are actually much easier to put together. And it's just like, it's really a cute exploration of game mechanics to try to convey these uh, human ideas. And I, I think they did a really actually quite a wonderful job in, in many ways. What you guys think?
0: Yeah, I mean I would say like the game mechanics were you usually used to highlight emotional connection rather than like I don't know be like a physical input output thing. Like there were some there were some mechanics that were physical like brushing teeth or something like that. But then this game kind of delves a little bit for uh, a little bit further into highlighting key aspects of like the hidden emotional connection between two people or within oneself um, Mm -hmm. that you can like further unpack and explore, you know, as evidenced by the speech bubbles, um, but also by, um, you know, sometimes they'll have like a little like dream cloud above their head and you have to unearth like what they're dreaming about or thinking about um or they'll there will be like a moment of turmoil and you have to kind of like pick all the broken pieces up and try to fit them back together again Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: or like the pieces will drift apart when the characters are drifting apart and yeah there's just a bunch of really interesting examples of it, like just work game mechanics. Like, for instance, like one of them was, like, trying to figure out where everyone's space is going to go in the house, right? You have a limited amount of spaces in the house, and, you know, she's taken up spaces in her house already. Like, she's already filled the spaces, you know, with her stuff. So it's like, okay, maybe I'll put these books away, and I'll fit his, you know, I don't even know. He had, like, a skateboard, you know, like a DJ situation. Record player. Mm-hmm. Record player. That's yeah. the word you know what's really interesting I have really very little understanding of a record player like just very little and what's interesting about it is it is still withstanding far past things like the CD-ROM like the CD-ROM I know that thing in and out bro I can throw one of those if I need to like I'm familiar with that thing but like that thing's gone I feel like if you showed a record player to kids today they'd be like that's a record player I don't know really why but like people artsy people buy shit for that still but like CD players, like gone, just no, no recollection. That's what I think. Yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
5: Yeah.
3: Small tangent there, but yeah, it's just it's just a lovely exploration of that mm-hmm. stuff, and it it really makes you think about the sort of maybe problems or problem solving that you might have to do, uh, like in, like in this sort of like season of life simulator, um.
2: Yeah, I thought, too, I think that, like, the word game mechanics, while, like, technically appropriate for what's happening in the game, are, like, they're so simplistic that, like, game mechanics kind of seems a little heavy for what you're doing. Because, again, like, you can very, like, a trackpad was, like, too much for this game. Like, I think probably the right way to do it was a screen or something like that. Like, really what you're doing is, like, swiping or touching something, um... And the game mechanics themselves are really super simple, so it, I, it's not like you're not like doing combos or I mean, I, like, do you know what I mean? I know that the game mechanics is a technical term. It just feels like a lot for a game like this, which is so clean and simple and like really approachable for
0: literally anyone. Like, I think anyone could play this game. Mm-hmm. And and also the yeah. Me- oh, sorry. No, no uh, go for The mechanics are also supposed to, I think, be more recognizable on a touch screen. Mm -hmm. Uh, For instance, one of the first things that you do is she's scrolling through her, like the main character, Florence, she's scrolling through her, like the phone's version of Instagram, basically, and you can choose whether to like or retweet. And I just feel like that action of hitting the retweet or uh, hitting the heart button, like I feel like that kind of monotonous experience transcends better through a touch screen. Uh, I played this on my phone. Like I said, I just, I downloaded it on my phone and just played it in bed. And like, I just felt like a lot of those mechanics fit better as a touch screen than I could ever think it would if you, you know, used a mouse and keyboard of like you change a controller. I, I'm curious Shorts how and that nonsense. works out <laughs> in, in a couple, couple <laughs> aspects, I guess. Like, did you have like a cursor in the game then that you had to like mount, like hover uh-huh. yeah. over yeah. things? Okay. Okay.
4: that you have to like pull around with your uh, joystick.
0: Right. So I feel like yeah. the whole like and retweeting aspect, like just that one little action, probably like there's a little bit more of a disconnect there if you're using a joystick and the select button than if you were just <laughs> tapping.
4: Well, in, in the case of like and retweet, it's just like you tap sideways to select the other one. You know, it's like one was auto-selected.
5: Mm-hmm. but selecting mm-hmm. the puzzle pieces i so it had this yeah. thing where like if you touched the keyboard at all it would switch into keyboard mode and your cursor would go away huh. uh oh. and so that happened to me on the puzzle pieces so i i had spent i think two seconds being like i wonder what this is like on the keyboard and then i noped out um yeah. because it's literally like mm-hmm. wasted to move around the cursor <laughs> oh no really <laughs> yeah yeah that's horrifying oh
2: yeah, I feel like this is, like, a game light. Like, I love that we played it on a gaming podcast, I feel like, you know, like, James said, and he's like, all right, let's go, and he, like, got out his controller. <laughs> you know? And, like, everyone, you know, McCoy's got this, like, crazy Valorant setup with a million-dollar mouse he could use to play us, which we did not. But, like, everyone just kind of, like, got these hardcore gaming setups, but, like, this game really does not do well on them. Like, this is gaming for, like, the, the ca- casual gamer. It's not designed to be played on your... You're fancy Dude, it setups. reminds me of
3: um the fucking, there was like a, it was like a Blizzard E3 press conference or maybe it was a BlizzCon conference or something like that. And they were talking about like Diablo or something mobile. And everyone's like, fuck, we want a real Diablo. And they were just like, do not have phones. Um, And that's <laughs> yeah. how I feel about my mm-hmm. gaming set. I was like, I do have a phone. You're right. I do have a phone. Mm-hmm. I thought about playing it maybe on an iPad. That'd be like a big phone. That seems kind of nice. But yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I feel like, I don't mean to say that like. But see, I don't want to say, like, with the opposite of a casual, like, a hardcore gamer shouldn't play this game. It's just, like, this game really shows with, it like, the simplicity. You don't need your fancy stuff. And, in fact, it hurts if you play with the fancy stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Or, yeah, it, it, it does. It is weird how, like, well, they just went for mass appeal with it, you know? They mm-hmm. just were like, hey, listen, it's an easy enough game to port everywhere. Why don't we just port everyone and let everyone enjoy it? And if they're going to play it on something with a trackpad, then they're going to feel what a trackpad feels like. And they're going to accept that. I mean, you know, we were playing with a trackpad, like laying down somewhere. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I wasn't sitting there like, I mean, I could have moved, you know, I could have been like, (laughs) all right, we're going to the, the setup, (laughs) you know what I mean? Um, but it's just not necessary. It's also
4: like, it's not like it gives you a score based on how efficiently you, you like did all the puzzle
5: pieces. Without a touchscreen, you won't even be competitively viable yeah exactly <laughs> this is like
3: similar to like the like the auto aim on the on the you know on the iPad is actually really really unfortunately powerful
5: mm-hmm.
4: yeah <laughs> well it's interesting because like I don't know you can man Just 360 no scope all day
1: yeah, auto was, aim is so
4: yeah those conversation
0: pieces I mean where yeah. were you guys on the leaderboard at the end of the game as the credits rolled?
4: <laughs> I was like
3: pretty no one got down. the
0: leaderboard uh, oh,
2: fuck, yeah.
3: you have to unlock the leaderboard you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, we didn't even do well enough for that. <laughs> yeah, they they said somewhere in a developer review you find the that... sniper
2: rifle. Yeah, exactly.
3: I mean, joke as you will, but that was literally relevant very recently.
5: I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, like. But I mean, it it worked fine, like with mouse. Uh, but I definitely got the sense that like, it would work better on a phone. Sure. what I said. Yeah. Sure. But let's let's get also, into okay.
4: Um there's uh, an aspect of like comic art to this game um, in a really beautiful way um, where uh, the they use vignettes um, like a comic does and you scroll through them uh, in a way that I would imagine you'd on a a phone, you would um, scroll through it like you scroll through a comic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could see that.
1: I think the best
0: way to describe this game is just being an interactive visual novel, if anything. Mm -hmm. Like, there are are some parts that you, you partake in and you interact with, but also, yeah, as James said, there are these scenes that you can just kind of tab through or these... You know beautiful little cutscenes that you know begin or end a chapter uh, along with just some accompanying music that just feels very like you know complete for the chapter um yeah and so it's kind of nice to also have that that scrolling feature for that
3: it's kind of like mm-hmm. it's kind of like a like a children's book like maybe i know the subject matter is not necessarily but like not for book. children
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
3: I mean, there's, like... Yeah, I also unlock the sex scene, too, if we're going... Oh, <laughs> but, right. like, no, but I mean, like, you know, what I mean? it, it is, quote, adult-themed. Let's put it you that Googled way. You
2: Googled that. Don't
3: lie. <laughs> I Googled the sex scene? Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. I do that after every game. That's just standard practice. I want to see what's out there. People make... People draw. People mm-hmm. draw. That's all I can say. Um, but, yeah, like, it has, like, almost, like, a curious George art style. You know, like, maybe was just because of the intense, like, yellow. But, like, it's it's... It really does feel like it almost even has the same, maybe like, how do I, say? it's not depth to the story in the sense to say that it doesn't have depth, but it's like, it's, you know, it's not a novel in the sense like it's going through every piece or it's, you know, mm-hmm. and, and in fact, there isn't even talking. You know it's sort I mean?
2: of broad strokes. It is. And like impressions.
3: And it, and intentionally so to yeah. like evoke those feelings mm-hmm. within you and remembering your experiences that were similar or, or feeling that. So that feels very child book to me. And, yeah. and again, I, that's not a, pro, that's not a di- I, you know, it's, it's a really cool premise to be like, what if we took some of those books that we read when we were kids and then like added, you know, way more like weird, cool game mechanic interactivity and have a similar and style and it tell the a story.
2: Fit, like in terms of how simplistic to the, the game mechanics are, like at one point you just brush your teeth, mm-hmm. which I like kind of fits with the mm-hmm. more simple children's
0: book style you you do simple math problems yeah you do literally do and you're like oh fuck i'm Mm -hmm. five years removed from college oh no oh is
3: that your reaction to that that because my my reaction to that was i'm fucking killing this i was like (laughs) five plus (laughs) one is equal to 20 let's go (laughs) too easy So that might have been an unfortunate uh, reaction that they might not have desired. But I was like, I, I mean, that was the part I was acing regardless of the
1: track. Pad. Yeah, I was glad like you
2: were controlling for that because I was worried I was going to like bust out my fingers and be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 well, because you don't want to get it wrong. You know, that's just embarrassing.
5: Yeah. Oh, I guess no. I, that's actually... I went out of my way to get it wrong in all the possible ways before putting in the right answer. Oh,
2: really? Mm-hmm. What happens if you get it wrong?
5: Nothing. It just like, you get shakes and it puts it back in the like of options and then yeah there's an achievement getting all of them wrong
2: Mm -hmm. nice
0: congrats Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was Mm -hmm. like hoping that the mom behind you would like get increasingly angrier the more you got wrong (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) give a nice dark souls you died screen at the (laughs) (laughs) end
3: exactly you
0: got it's, in trouble well
3: honestly i think the dark souls you died screen is very evocative of how i felt like getting not an incredibly solid score in like third grade because it was like the shit was easy and like i knew it was easy even in third grade but then i was also like but i'm also really new at this shit though so i might fuck this up like how do i spell that there's a u after the o oh, i don't know about that no i don't know about that that sounds wrong you know what i mean like that yeah. sort of thing mm-hmm. so yeah yeah, but honestly, knowing a game like this, though, especially, and we may talk about this a bit at some point, but, you know, I I doubt that the mom would be angry at you. It probably would eventually just be like, oh, it's okay. You can do it again. Because I feel like it is a very, like, kind and loving, like, game in that way.
2: Yeah, but I feel like the beginning, yeah. the mom was meant to be, like, kind of an adversary. hmm A little bit. Like, your phone calls with her where you're just kind of like, I'm fine. You don't have to find a boyfriend for me. like, hmm um, Or sort her of at the beginning where... There was I can't quite remember like the exact scene, but at some point the mom is like frowning at you and being like, I don't know, right
0: when you're it's like better. creating your art as a seven year old mm-hmm. and your mom's behind you, kind of standing very like not disappointed, but kind of just kind of like okay, put that stuff away. Math problems. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, she's it, yeah. like definitely meant to like be at least positioned or yeah, positioned as like the. Adversary to your crea- creativity and your your as- dreams and aspirations, almost in a way.
2: Yeah, kind of mm-hmm. disapproving and only the way moms can be. Right.
1: Mhm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But yeah, like we can. I I think we can kind of talk about like I th- like we said this is a very short game, but I would it make sense to like maybe just talk about how this game decides to like I guess. Almost chronologically go through its story because I think its uses of like when we usually talk about cohesive packages in games and how you know oh like this is this is really good because of the art style but and also the music and also the puzzles and like I feel like this is another example of a game where they really paid great mind to all of the little elements within each act. Uh, that made the story as a whole just like one beautiful, cohesive piece. And I mean that in the sense that like I want to first talk about just like the color choices in this game are mm-hmm. something that really appealed to me. Mainly in just that when you start out as the character of Florence at the very beginning, like the scene is some washes of white, black, gray, and then maybe a pop of blue here and there um and then the color really starts to peep in once florence meets krish for the first time Uh, and then you see that iconic yellow color kind of bring in and then this relationship blossoms and it's this beautiful like just absolutely vibrant scene of the two of them together um I just thought that that was just such a nice subtle way of storytelling. Just any time when there was like, I liked the flashes of red whenever they had arguments between the two of them. Uh, Or, you know, Mm -hmm. when they're distant with each other, suddenly the whole scene is just blank, like a void of color. Um, and I don't know if, like, that appealed as much to you guys as it did for me, but I just thought, like, their their attention to that in particular was just something that I really enjoyed with this game a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's, like, I mean, James was sort of talking about comics earlier and, of course, talking about children's books, which I feel like are both good examples, but obviously the art direction in this is really good. And it's, it's, like, very simple. Like, it's a lot of sort of, like, images of them um in front of just a solid background of color which i think have a great impact um but it's not overwrought or anything like that it's not overwhelming it's like a very simple sort of like clean art style which i really liked um
5: yeah, i would say minimalist like yeah. they're, they're definitely going for that like just the relevant details yeah 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 and it hits hard
2: mm-hmm.
3: i think not like you know too hard or anything but you know what I mean like it it gets the point across for sure like I would say just about every time and and as a result it's nice to just be sort of on the journey that it is really you know like you just get to like see it and you just get to see the story and definitely the the color and the you know minimal art style but even the minimal animation sometimes things move a little bit like there'll be a blink here or there it just has this very impactful way of showing you moments it kind of honestly reminds me of like memes in a way. And I know like memes are like hilarious or whatever. So it seems so weird to see them here or to think of them here, but they are really good at often getting at like moments and like weird feelings that are hard to describe. And I think this in a sense is going for like life slash relationship memes, but in a much less funny and much more artsy and much less Photoshop terrible way Mm -hmm. Um, and effective at that. Yeah. 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 Do you want to keep walking through it? Like, how do you feel about that? I
0: I mean, like, we can, I guess we can all just kind of play off of each other. But, like, I, I think another thing I just wanted to bring up as well was that uh, with the mechanics of this game and it being an interactive visual novel, like, the play style is just very linear. Um, and, like, the game developer said that he wanted to make the game linear because and I thought this was just kind of like it really spoke to I guess like our experiences as older adults playing this game where he's just like I didn't want people with more life experience to make the more moral choices like it's a very linear experience where Florence is going to make the decisions she wants to make and Chris is going to make the decisions he wants to make and the story is going to unfold as it is and there's little to nothing yeah. the player can do to stop mm-hmm. it. There's no, like, good ending, bad ending sort of situation with this
2: game. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: But definitely, like, as an... In- and I, I love that, mm-hmm. personally.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: <clears throat> like, I think that I would not have enjoyed this game if there was a way to play through it where Florence and Krish, like, lived happily ever after. And there was a way to play it where they hate each other.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and there was a way to play it where they just broke up like they do in the game.
3: Now, which ending do you get, James? Do you get, oh, you broke up their relationship and you you must be bad at relationships. It's just like, it's just, yeah, like all that shit would be fucking trash to put in here. That would be such an unfortunate yeah. discussion. Mm-hmm.
2: I think too, like we've right. talked about with so many story games, like that would have sort of ruined the story that they were trying to tell. Like there's... a. You get a lot of benefits with being linear because everything makes sense. It all fits into, p- into place and you get to tell sort of like one story the best way you can instead of having to sort of like make three different endings sort of make sense. Um,
4: yeah. yeah. Don't half-ass three endings, whole-ass one ending.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. whole-ass mm-hmm. it.
4: Yeah.
1: You yeah. heard it here first.
4: Yeah, Mass Effect anyways. Okay. Um,
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Mass but Effect like, also like... with
3: Pops of Color in their ending.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm yeah <laughs> three to be exact <laughs> <laughs> Different though. okay uh, yeah i mean i i um, thought it was interesting how they it's... get the illusion of like mini games within the game but the game like the outcomes of those mini games itself don't have any lasting consequences so we kind of briefly touched on the argument kind of mini game ish and it's like if you I guess, quote-unquote, win the argument. It's not like you get a better outcome than if you let the computer have Krish win win the argument. Or, um, as we talked about with the whole um, compromising between which stuff gets donated and which stuff gets to move into the apartment between Florence and Krish. Like, it's not like if you donate most of krish's stuff and keep most of florence's stuff krish is going to have a grudge against you like it's none of that stuff it's all kind of like self-inflicted mini game that's a weird term to say but it's like it's all just like stuff that the player kind of creates themselves and their imagination of Mm -hmm. like being a game like i found myself at least in the moving in scene to be compromising being like hmm Okay, well, we both have toasters, so Chris has to donate his toaster. And now, hmm, ketchup. Let's see. Well, do we really need salt and pepper? Like, it's it's stuff like that where it's like the game <laughs> never asked me to like choose fairly, and yet I was still finding myself like mulling over those scenes, being like, Hmm, how can I make this work for the both of them?
4: Absolutely. And in that same scene, I was like, Oh, well. Chris likes coffee, Florence likes tea. Those things are very important. We can't we can't put into storage either of those. <laughs> so we're going to have to put into storage something else.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. made McCoy yeah. keep
2: that spice tin cuz he was like, "What is this?" And I was like, "No, no, that's very important. Yeah. Like, you have to make him keep like he <laughs> keep important. that. That's disrespectful mm-hmm. if you put that away." Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of, like, rationalizing that the player is doing on their end, despite being given a really simple scene and choice with apparently no consequences.
3: There's also a really <laughs> cute, like, pairing of objects that often happens where it was, like, in the scene pr- previous to that, the mm-hmm. one with the bookshelves, it's, like, there's a picture of your family, which is your mom, and there's a picture of his family, which is larger, and you can, like, keep both family pictures and put them next to each other for instance on that display if you want if you think that's something that you value to have those sorts of like like with like situations so and and i think that's kind of the thing with this game is like y- you generate some of the fun by thinking about it yourself and by just enjoying it um and like especially when it comes and, like
4: that go ahead. oh i was gonna say um when when krish moves out yeah you see what was important what was most important to each of them. And. Um, Florence actually decides to. Put away her picture of her mother. I left it there. She puts it away in favor of. I think like an owl statue.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Or a stuffed bear. Whereas Krish. I think it was the owl has statue. Her, yeah. yeah. Chris Krish has his his family photos out.
5: I, I think it's act, Which, it actually gets replaced with the photo of uh, Florence with Krish's family. Oh,
2: oh okay. I didn't notice that. I did notice that like the things that we put yeah. out were different when they were moving out. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Which I in the moment I was I sort of annoyed mention, with that. Because I thought maybe the game like just yeah. didn't keep track of what we had put out. But I like your explanation better, which is that they actually adjusted to what they wanted.
4: Um, yeah. yeah. It's like what we put out is the first try. And then they actually, you know, shuffle things around until it's what they want.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: That's how I read it.
2: That makes a lot more sense. Um,
4: I wanted to mention um, this takes place in Australia. Florence is chinese australian um and krish is indian australian i believe Mm -hmm.
0: yeah we some some east asian Uh, i guess we don't know quite actually it might be indian because of the Oh God, I don't want to say anything more. Like he had like the, Oh no, there was the cricket bat. The the cricket bat is how I, how I thought that he might be
1: mm-hmm.
0: Indian since cricket is big in yeah. that country. Um,
1: yeah.
3: I mean, I was, I was just going to say that like, it's just a, it's just a, there's a bunch of like times that they bring back like stuff like that from previous where it's like the items that you put out or whatever. You know what I mean? Like they, they, like, like you guys talking about when you you take it away, but it's also just like they show art that you've made again, and like it's just it's it is about this sort of like, like, almost um, pattern in life of like these things coming back, and and just the honestly to me like the the difference in feeling between like the excitement of like wow it's just like two like young kind of like awkward have some things people like combining their stuff to like what I would imagine to be like a much more Advanced like established relationship that then is like separating. It's just it. It's such. It was such. I thought a powerful, like use of that mini game again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just um. I don't yeah. know. So then, what I wanted to ask you guys though is that like I you know. So I know we talked about how like it's nice that we don't get to really choose, and that's fair. I wasn't really necessarily looking to choose, but I will say, like, as uh like someone who's been in a relationship for a long time. I feel like they,
4: and maybe that's just the way the story. You'd they like to, to tell. get to choose sometimes too. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn, true.
3: True. True. Yeah. I'd like compromise sometimes, uh, you know, instead of just, uh, Happy wife, happy life. Uh.
2: Do you know how big the TV out is in the living room? I think you're doing okay. Was that
3: a compromise?
2: <laughs> no, I like what you don't too. get to
3: value that thing. It's
2: like the first thing I could think of. I just wanted to defend myself.
4: <laughs> you really didn't need to defend yourself, but I think you did a particularly sorry, job. sorry, Elena. <laughs> that was a that was a rough a rough dig.
2: No, I laughed too.
4: Entirely unfounded. We're good. Yeah,
2: exactly. I
3: I feel like I just can't wait to move out from underneath the stairs where my gaming setup is.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you mean to the entire bedroom you take up that we converted?
3: Yeah. Yeah. The
4: smaller the two bedrooms, but yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> listen, again,
3: I'm not attacking you in any way. See? See yeah. That? yeah, yeah. yeah right.
4: You wanted the larger of the two ba- bedrooms for your uh, for your gaming rig? Is that what you're saying?
3: Uh, It's in the smaller one now, but it has ever been, I think, in the bigger it one. It wasn't
2: the bigger one. The light's not as good in there.
3: It's true. It's true. And the light is very important. You'll get a headache real quick. Um, So be careful. Yeah. I would say either draw the blinds entirely or, you know, okay, anyway, it's not important. (laughs) But um, let's see. Can I even find my way back? No, but what I'm trying to say is that, you know, I do think this game really wanted to tell a story of, like, the, you know, the ebbs and flow and maybe, like, the natural lifespan of a relationship that doesn't work. And then they wanted to tell you on the top of that. Uh, you know that like you can continue to find your dreams like Mm -hmm. that's okay like because there's a beautiful element of this where where florence is pushing krish into his dreams and there's a fun minigame about that where you just like you know you're like oh my god you want to do this but like you're you're avoiding it like i'll help you and it's wonderful um but then there's also you know a point later where you have to sort of re-pick up your own dreams uh sort of post this relationship and and that's great. Um but what I will say is at least for me, like I was trying to say from someone who's been in a relationship a long time, I feel like they did not really put in any of the mini games that I would have put in about uh what it takes to to combat a- that sort of like other side of the relationship as it's starting to become mundane. Like like this is something that you learn. Like that's like I would say like one of the main skills you learn over time in like a long relationship is how to not have this happen. And I feel like it's sad, but like at least from the story that we see, it's like they didn't even try or didn't even know how to try. And that was the saddest part to me. Is like they just drifted and didn't really seem to do much other than drift. And it was sad, I thought, Mm -hmm. quite sad. And I understand that that's maybe not the story that they wanted to tell and they were much, you know, would rather tell a different story. But to me, I'm thinking like, There's a really beautiful set of lessons in there that they left on the table, which is what to do at that point. Um, And I just personally, I think that's a story that I want people to hear. So I don't know. That was the one part that I know that I'm not sitting there. Like I wanted to choose the relationship that worked, but I I do think this is about in some ways teaching people that you can succeed post-relationship, but I feel like, okay, I want the Florence 2 where you can succeed with a relationship also. It's not necessary, but it is like, can be lovely. So,
4: I, I don't know I thought about that. I read it a little bit differently, um where it's not to me a game about learning that you can succeed, like post relationship. um I read it as um, a a story of a relationship. Um, where two people help each other find how to get, make, make progress into their passion, um, and really like, it's a relationship that's really very positive for both people but it doesn't work out. Mm -hmm. But both people are still better off after the relationship didn't work out than they were before because of meeting each other. And, um, and so it's just, it's unfortunate that the relationship didn't work out, but like that's life, you know?
3: And I think there's evidence, there's plenty of evidence of that, of course, but, like, part of it's, you know, how she takes the photograph at the end and puts it in the memory box. Like, it isn't Mm -hmm. a burning of the photograph or anything like this, right? It's a, it's another memory
4: that will come in circle again in her life. Yeah. And it's also, I mean, there's certainly, like, cultural differences, um. And, um, she was raised a way where she thought that she needed to be in this job that she kind of (laughs) hated, but -hmm. it turns out being in that job helped her succeed when she found her passion. Um, and she was a success. She was able to successfully bookkeep for herself. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just that's that's more of how I read it. Awesome,
2: I like that. Yeah, I did, I did. I had a little bit of both, where part of me, when we kind of look, one going into this game, I knew this relationship was not going to work out. Mm-hmm. I was looking at quote the whole time, being like, "Do not get to attach this. This will end sadly. Like, it's going to be okay, <laughs> but it's not going to last." So, yeah, every time I don't there was like it was, a, a new
4: chapter, I was like. No sad. No sad.
2: I'm like yeah. You know when game, I knew like like that the
0: relationship
4: wouldn't, wasn't going to succeed? When? When you're cleaning his apartment. And to me, it was all clean. And I was like, where's the last thing? And then you click on his like superhero statue and you just mm-hmm. replace it with a plant.
1: Yeah,
3: that's fucked. And that, that, mm-hmm. that statue just goes away.
2: Something that mm-hmm. you like with something mm-hmm. you're trying to please somebody else.
3: You're saying that that this guy is about to go buy like a full life-size like superhero like cutout or whatever for his new apartment after this breakup mm-hmm. here.
4: That's <laughs> what you're doing. Yeah,
3: to like yeah. fill the void that was exactly. created by by um, by nature actually
2: mm-hmm. in that plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, know, I just feel like I don't know if yeah. it was the trailers or just the vibe. But I was just like, this is not a happy ending game. Let's be honest here. Um, In
3: a sense, it is a happy ending game. No, anyway,
2: it is still a happy ending game. That's very true. Thank you for good, But it's not a... The relationship is not like a fairy tale ending. Anyways. Um, mm-hmm. So part of me was like, oh, it's another I don't need no man story. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like is a story that gets told all the time. And I'm not saying it's a bad story. Like, I don't want anyone out there to be like, Elena hates me. No. I just um, I think it's a story that's been told Atlanta lots hates of different when men times. Help. Yeah, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I hate independent women, mm-hmm. but I I just feel <laughs> like <laughs> I, I feel like that story of like oh you it's like a relationship you break up but you're okay after is is a commonly told story mm-hmm. and it's not a story that I have a problem with. Um, I just didn't know that I thought this one did did it in a way that I thought was like super different from the general trope i guess if that makes sense hmm. um and i don't remember what my other point was i had like a pro well, point but i lost it in being mean
3: if, about if the you game. Fi- no if you find it i will just say that like i wouldn't be surprised if like the part of the idea behind this game was to take that story to a medium like video games where i would imagine it's not told often
2: mm-hmm.
3: um i imagine i mean again like this is not really the this type of stories that I gravitate towards, but
2: I remembered it. Sorry. Can I interrupt? Yeah. But I did really like that. There's an element to this story as well of that's not about the relationship necessarily. That's kind of just more about Florence's own journey towards finding her passion or happiness or career, like whatever you want to call it. Um, And how many things from her life end up adding up to help her find that in the end. And I feel like that was sort of the story I was a little bit more interested in was like there was, you know, your artwork from when you're a kid and then the math problems, which helped you be good at math and get that accounting job, which like pays your rent. And like James pointed out, is a skill that you use later when you find your passion um, and you're running your own business. You need that accounting you know, number of skills to be able to make that work. And then there's also this guy, Krish, who like, you know, encourages you and he goes after his own dreams and encourages you to go after yours. And he buys you the painter's palette and like sort of all of it wraps up together to culminate in her finding what she wants to do. Um, and I thought that was a nice version of the story that's goes beyond just like, you don't need no man and more into like your dreams will take a while to figure out, but things will fit into place and just because something doesn't work out or you move past it doesn't mean it wasn't a valuable experience that will help you later. Like just because she worked in that desk job for a long time doesn't mean that mm-hmm. were like wasted years or wasted time or she shouldn't have done that. Like that comes back. Um, so I don't know. That well, was. I, think she I could feel
4: have like for half the time though.
2: <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> for being that I'm seems very critical. I feel critical.
4: like a lot like, of um, the reason that she was attracted to. Krish in the first place is that he was just pursuing his passion. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And she just needed that energy, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think like to me, I read it that way where she was like, oh this is like a person who is Driven by their passion and not like the need to thrive monetarily
2: mm-hmm. or conform to what she thinks you know, conform to what he thinks he should be doing,
4: mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I also, I also and, think
1: there's a oh, go ahead, sorry,
4: yeah. No, I mean, like, she just he was living in this like tiny little apartment. She was living in a not tiny little apartment. So he moved in with her. Um, So I I feel like it kind of shows like the, the trade-offs, you know? Mm
2: -hmm. And I think it sort of shows like there are multiple paths to getting where you ultimately want to go you know, like that large apartment, you know, it wasn't that it was a bad choice or, you know what I mean? Like, they both got there in the end, even though they did it differently.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, it's very odd. Like, I I wonder, I wonder the same for Chris, only because he, like, his is almost like the flip like the inverse of what Florence experienced it was and that he was living out his passion and then passion became work once he got into mm-hmm. the school, yeah. the music school.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't think that really ever got, I mean that never really got resolved on his end, but I just thought that was a very interesting like plot point that they had him go through to kind of, I guess, show just a different way that your passions can play out, perhaps, Mm -hmm. you know, because at the beginning, you see Chris, he's like, yeah, he's like a street performer. And then as he's like explaining his dreams to Florence, like it shows him playing the cello in a concert hall. And then it shows him like, on the cover of a record album. And then like later you just see him like, I think the scene is like really colorful and bright and you actually paint over it to this more white and black of him just like haggard, bent over his mm-hmm. cello, like looking miserable, which I thought mm. was just interesting.
2: Yeah, which yeah. I don't know. That's a game I would want to play. Like to, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not into this this female independent Florence story, like too, I said earlier. Krish. But like, I would love to play Chris's story of like, what does he like? How does it turn out? What does he do? Because to me, yeah. like, that's a story I've never really heard before that I would find really interesting. It's like, what happens when? you do pursue your passions and your dreams. And it turns out like when you put a lot of work in, you spend all day doing it, it might not be as fun anymore.
3: And also, I mean, for that matter, um, Florence, you don't get to see the like end of her story necessarily either. It's not like it goes mm-hmm. to her deathbed. So she could very easily find herself in that same scenario that he is. Like she could just be, uh, before him on the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is I think that's another thing that is kind of, beautiful yet really is like poignant and sad about this story is that like if you buy into the characters and the story like at all right and you're like role-playing and, and vibing and hanging out um then like you care about where his story is going to go which you don't get to know because that's the point where your life's diverged which is just like a very poignant and sad thing i mean you look him up on facebook but <laughs> <laughs> you know
2: instagram stalk him
3: yeah exactly um And like, like those things or retweet those things or whatever. But yeah, it's just, it's one of those where, yeah, you don't get to know. And and that's, uh, it's unfortunate because you do play as him very, very little, but like a little bit in there. Like, I'm pretty sure he cleans his room. Yeah. Like, I, I think think
2: because it's his hand, It's his hand, the game. Yeah. And you spend some time putting together his puzzle pieces in conversations
3: yeah, I feel like you play but see like do, do you even James, do you even see hands on a controller? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like there was like these hand icons. I
4: was not looking at the hands. Okay.
3: Yeah. You gotta look at the hands, bro. Um but no, no, I mean like the moral story is like I, I feel like you do kind of get intertwined with him a little bit to try to see like what's he up to and you start to care. Um I don't know. I yeah. I hope I hope it goes well for him. Do you know what I mean? Like but like unfortunately again, like sort of what I'm saying is that like I I feel like the the way this relationship declines is they both just kinda suck for a while and then it fails. And that's sad because I like I like both characters and then it just goes kinda done.
2: I don't know though. I also think I don't know if I would describe it as they both suck, because I think that we don't really Because of, like, the brief... Again, like, this game is, like, 37 minutes long. Because of the briefness of the story and how it's told, it's not like we really know what happens. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: It's not like we heard what they were saying or really saw what they were arguing about or understood why it didn't work out. And, like, you know, because you just see brief scenes, too. Like, who knows? They could have been, like, really working at it for a while. Um, We just know it doesn't work out and we kind of see the end of it. But I think... I don't know if I blame either. I, I don't know if they it's suck, It's not a blame basically. situation.
3: No, but it's what I'm saying is that, like, up until that point, I think they did such a great job at articulating how interesting and cool and lovely both of those <laughs> characters are. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the sell is. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I, I wish them both very well. And then they both kind of fall down into the darkness, which that can be part of the story. But, I, you know, you never get to see his redemption arc, or if it happens, or if it doesn't. But, I, you know, I feel like it's sad that, like, it wasn't like an – it wasn't like, oh, yeah, we're two cool people going in separate ways. It's like, oh, we both accidentally became zombies, which definitely is happens in real life. I'm not trying to say that doesn't happen, but it's like that's unfortunate. That's an unfortunate way for, for that to go for two cool people, I think.
0: I think it's just also exemplified in not even just the fact that they argue, but the way in which they argue. And I actually think the game did this in a very cool subtle way almost um so like during the argument mechanic like you do have to like kind of put together these pieces of your speech bubble at some point but then there's moments where krish will retort back and the camera at least okay i guess i should s- say this is what it's like on a touch screen first sure. of all but krish will retort back and and the camera remains on Krish. So you actually have to swipe over to Florence to get back to your speech bubble to put it together to the point where as a player, and I didn't realize until after I was doing it, how kind of cool that is. Cause I was like, why, why don't they focus back on Florence? So I can just, why do I have to scroll over to the, to the side before I have to put, put, uh, put the pieces together. And I realized it's because at least how I interpret that being is how you're anticipating your own retort back so, like, to the point where you're not even listening to the other person. And they both do it to each other because I found myself immediately wanting to get back to the puzzle game. So I would quickly, I, I wouldn't even like leave Krish like a second after his speech bubble before I would swipe back to the side and start piecing together my, my retort. Hmm. Uh, and they both do it besides like not hearing somebody pausing. And then maybe constructing something. I think the game meant to have it so you're just Amelia, just scrolling back to your person, piecing together, scrolling back to your person, piecing up to get, uh, together. And I just thought that was like a cool way to exemplify how into their own selves they are during these arguments, um, and not necessarily, you know, caring about the other person as much as they argue. Um, that's how I interpreted mm-hmm. it, at least, which well, I, I, I thought it was just a very cool, subtle way.
3: And that adds right on top of the whole concept of winning the argument. That's what and I was all. about to say. I
0: yeah. feel like it really right.
2: preys on that like gamer instinct. Like I gotta win this. Or so, like mm-hmm. faster is better here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would kind hate of to like have
3: to retry this game. Yeah,
2: tricks you into <laughs> that trap, maybe. Whereas
3: actually, a retry in a relationship would be a great thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <But> <laughs> let me just let me just try that conversation again. <laughs> just retry. <laughs> all right. Let's take it a little different direction. Yeah. No. Yeah. Agreed. And it's just, uh, I don't know. It's I. I going back to the the argument thing, which is not that far from where we are here. What What you're talking about earlier about it though was that like you could let it go, or you could win, and I definitely tried to like win or whatever, which is definitely what's always talking about. And yes, and the other thing is though, you could. You could also read that really differently if you don't do anything and let yourself lose. Cause, like, that's a person like closing in on themselves, just getting beat down by the other person, right? Like, they don't want to fight anymore, but the fight is still happening. And, like, that is another really powerful read of that scenario, too, that you kind of like, you create your own narrative there based on what you do. But I think mm-hmm. all of the narratives that come from it, even if they don't have story lasting impact, have, in a sense, story lasting impact on how that went, you know? And
5: I think it actually illustrates that really well. So, like, as if you're losing the argument, each time uh, Krish says something, it will, like, tilt towards you, like, as if you're falling down and he's rising up.
1: Um, mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: As if you just don't say anything, then it just, like, keeps tilting until it goes, like, and it ends. Yeah. And he's overpowered. Yeah. Overpowering. And to add yeah.
0: that, um,. I tried to play out the argument as a perfect balance because I noticed that tilt feature. And so I'm like, oh, I'm going to keep them on level playing fields. But the argument goes on for a very long time. <laughs> Eventually, one of you needs to let up, which I hmm. thought was also an interesting, like, almost like win condition that needed to occur before the next chapter could go.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
2: I feel like, too, for... I know we joked at the beginning of this podcast about how this podcast would probably be longer than the actual game, which I'm going to assume at this point it maybe is question mark. We're at an hour, hour. okay. Um, But I feel like the fact that from such a simple game, like, we can sit here and talk about it, as not as though they're real people, but just I think it's a really relatable story. And maybe it's because we're of, like, a certain age. We're, like, similarly aged to these people Mm -hmm. that it, like, kind of jives for like we understand what's going on in the story and we're like oh yeah hopes and dreams and slash adult responsibilities and all of that kind of works for us
3: you're telling me this is boomer humor
2: i i was boy i was not saying that and i do not want to be quoted with as being can i retry that.
3: this conversation
4: okay.
2: yeah <laughs>
4: <laughs> sorry
5: go ahead
2: um i just think this speaks to like a well-told story for as simple and kind of sparing as it is it gives you enough that you get impressions and form opinions and and can, you know, relate it to your own life or your own experiences.
5: I agree, but I feel like a game was not the right way to tell this story. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of the game mechanics, like I, I, I found it really fascinating. Like the, the things that you guys read into them, like I, I, and I think those things are really there. Like, I I didn't pick them up, but I think they did have an effect on me to some degree. Um but in a lot of cases the mechanics also kind of distract you from the story. And in some ways that's maybe intended like with the puzzle pieces during the argument, like being inward focused, not really listening to the other person. But a lot of the time I was like I'm I'm doing the mechanic and then I'm like wait, but I kind of wanted to know like what was actually happening.
1: Mm-hmm. And
5: it felt like the the mechanics were getting in the way of paying attention to the story.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I I'm just on on. That I think. Way. Oh, uh, let me just. Oh, say I was this gonna word. say.
5: Okay, go ahead.
4: Okay, you go first.
3: Oh wow! Ah, <laughs> uh, <You guys>, Discord. <laughs> so I know we're trying our hardest. So graceful. I know. Um, well, I was just gonna like speak on this, and and um, by the way, a trick James that I've learned is if you cross your fingers uh, and then you put the idea into your fingers. You won't forget it. Anyways, um, so, um, yeah, did I do that for my own idea or am I about to fly on the stage here?
5: Interesting method of loci.
3: Yeah, it's uh, it's powerful. It's like a mind palace. Uh, anyways, but Raphael, for you in particular, I feel like this is a common theme among games is that, or even just media in general, is like you, you want a level of depth, I feel like, and you want a level of explanation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just something that it feels like, you know, just different people have different tolerances to, like, ambiguity and specificity when it comes to this sort of stuff. Do you do you think, like, A, talk about that anytime you want, or any amount you want, but also, do you think that the mechanics got in the way of the story that was there, or do you wish there was a deeper, more detailed story there,
5: period? Um, I mean, I guess kind of both. Um, I mean, I think, like, in, in another format there probably would be a lot more details in the story um and i think i would like to see those yeah Mm -hmm. um but i i didn't it wasn't that like i i was fine with the the ambiguity or the level of detail in terms like yes i would like to see more but it didn't bother me that i wasn't seeing more it bothered me that uh my attention was being tugged in two separate directions i guess mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah makes sense
5: sorry james i cut you
4: off is it in your fingers uh yeah <clears throat> um i i just um wanted to say something that's not totally related um where I feel like the only real context for like what's actually being said in any of the conversations is the shape of the puzzle pieces, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. sure. Like the pointy ones. And as so as I you feel get like angrier.
4: Yeah, right. The pointy ones and um like it it felt to me like the more pieces you have, like the more you're actually trying to make an argument. And then when you just have a few pieces, you're like not even trying. You're just like, you're
5: just like saying shit
4: to piss the other person off.
2: Kind of just airing um, grievances or something.
5: I, yeah. I guess in the moment, like I missed a lot of that because the puzzles were so trivial, I guess that, mm-hmm. I already had mm-hmm. the solution immediately, and I wasn't even really paying attention to the, the shapes aside from how they fit into the overall picture. That's so what you're which saying. Is you're... Like, there's a left totally. piece, a right piece, and a middle piece. Right. And it's like, OK, just put right. them in order. I didn't you're even see the connections. You're too
3: good, is what you're trying to say, that you didn't even notice the, the <laughs> change in difficulty. Of I, the I, I guess
5: it's, it's <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I have too much experience with these mechanics. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't able to give them the attention That they wanted.
0: Well, granted, I I think a lot of like this kind of inner meaning within mechanics that I found. I I, being the queen of multiple playthroughs, I played through this game twice. So a lot of the stuff I did notice on my second playthrough, as I was kind of paying more mind and writing down notes uh, and kind of, I guess, meditating on certain sections that during my first. Through, I didn't really meditate on. Um, yeah. I
4: really loved as they were building their relationship. Um, how it got easier for yeah. Florence to talk to Krish, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: and they <clears throat> they simulated that with easier puzzles. Like, yeah. there were fewer barriers be between. Like your mind in the next sentence, just because you're more and more comfortable. Yeah. And, you know, at least for me, like, I'm very
3: sensitive to difficulty in games because I think it's something that's really hard to like nail. And I think it's also a ridiculously moving target for all of us. Like, think of us, all of us have, you know, such different skills for all of these different types of puzzles and gameplay and whatever. And so, this game going from, quote, I mean, none of it's hard by any means, but, quote, harder to easier is just that like drifting
0: puzzle was a bitch anyways,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. Was, yeah yeah track was some garbage shit for that too <laughs> um but like but like you know the argument style or sorry the conversation style going from harder to easier in the way that james is talking about in terms of the the relationship getting you know sorry you having an easier time speaking um it's it's just like it just stuck out immediately to, to me as being like oh it isn't really about it isn't really about playing the game. It's about like feeling it or like what it evokes and stuff like that and it's yeah. almost like it's like um it's like that book where they like read letters and the letters are like phrases like like I see B or something. Do you know what I mean? I
2: Oh yeah, we used to them in school. They're like Common phrases like two in the bush is worth one what? in the hand, but it's written with like weird, li- yeah.
4: That's the opposite.
2: I guess it isn't
4: the opposite, it's just the opposite way to say
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what one a in the bird hand, in the is, hand
4: worth- is worth two in the bush.
2: Yeah, it did feel wrong while I was saying it.
3: Also, that phrase, I think I'm okay if it goes away.
2: You don't like that one?
4: Okay, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's, That's, but yeah, like, but it's like. The thing that you have is worth more than, like, the dream that's out there, right?
2: Hmm. Honestly, I'm not sure I ever understood the interpretation hmm. of that phrase, and I'm really—I I think that works. Dude, I like what it. what I'm
3: really learning about this podcast is I need to bring James to just, like, literally anal- analyze my life, just like shit that happens. used <laughs> <laughs> to be like, I know you see it this way, but have you actually seen it this way? And I'm like, wow, that is so much nicer and kinder more hopeful <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i, I like, guess the
5: thing that has aged about that particular phrase is normally you're not trying to get birds you don't spend your
2: saturdays trying to grab birds with your hands and also like in a bush like is
3: that your foot like what does that mean yeah but Wait, i mean, i'm right, sorry McCoy, I,
0: which... uh,
5: james was definitely right like that is what it means wow
0: What do you interpret
2: as being your bush in this context?
5: Well, like their birds are
2: yours, (laughs) but not (laughs) Lena. Sorry, demon creatures. You just looked at me and said, are the birds in your bush? bush. (laughs) And it's like, oh my God. We have to have a conversation.
3: If it kills, it's worth Well, it. we'll yeah. see you guys right. next week. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. And okay. there you have it. <laughs> there you have it. We're not even going to write this going to become game. an artist next week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lena doesn't need them, man. And is going to have a new appreciation for these stories. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Um,
2: Wait, but I'm, what I was going to say before I got distracted by <laughs> you saying that was that I feel like it's also worth, McCoy talking about how he wants James to come and analyze his life in a different light made me think about that, like, with this game, I kind of agree with Rafael a little bit that because you're focusing on the mechanics and because they're frequently novel and you're kind of trying to understand them, I do feel like a lot of it, like, I put together, like, literally right now during our conversation. And maybe that's just how my brain processes, but I feel like a lot of, like, the deeper meanings that we're discussing and thinking about and, and considering, like came to me literally as they were coming out of my mouth because I find that like talking about it helps, but I don't know if I would have thought of it during the game. I definitely didn't think of it during the game for Mm -hmm. a lot of it. A few things I did. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. That's not a knock against the game or anything. I'm just just... saying I identify with Raphael a little bit in that way of like, yeah, when you're thinking about how to do it or what the mechanic is, you might not find the the underlying meaning.
3: Yeah, I, I think it's just like, I think I just put on a different hat when I play a game like this because, like, I I couldn't tell you, like, the intermeeting of, like, the AAA game systems or anything like Mm -hmm. that when I play them. But, like, in this one, like...
2: You know it's there. You're looking for it.
3: Yeah. Well, like, because... Yeah, I mean, I would say I saw all of them, like, immediately because I think that's, like, kind of the point. I think it was, like, you know, this reminds me a lot of what Adam used to talk about back in the day about, like, this mechanic doesn't really fit the game and, and gameplay can tell a story. And a lot of times it doesn't tell a story, but it can be amazingly fun on its own regard. It just is something that can be separate. But sometimes it can be very intertwined. And I think in this case, that was really a huge intention that they had making this game and making the mechanics was to intertwine the mechanics with the way they want. What, what are you saying? I'm thinking
2: at? about the bush thing again. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> McCoy's watching me to find laugh. that's <laughs> to Because I just saw a bird outside her window.
1: <laughs> I don't
5: well, know. It's only worth half a bird in the hand yeah
3: yeah yeah. this just makes sense this just makes sense so this is again like i said adult themes in this book or game or everything <laughs> Goddamn. okay That's recover everyone recover um yeah.
5: I mean, so i i guess like the idea of the mechanics being part of the storytelling is interesting but at the same time it but it didn't work it, for you it just seems yeah. like there are better ways to tell those things. I I don't really see what doing it with the mechanics adds aside from some novelty.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. Which I mean, novelty is great, but I mean, I guess it didn't land for me, even being a novel. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it. That's super fair. It,
3: it's like a. It's a. If I'm honest, it's like a uh, very specific, very deep section of indie game design theory that decrees like one's mechanics should tell like or evoke the feeling at least if not tell the story of the game like they should be intertwined in that way and it's one of the things they've been marching towards um in the sort of like say I would say past 10 years of indie game film I mean, I'm sure there's been people have been doing it before but I'm just saying like that's when I've heard about it talked about it as a concept uh and as a goal and so
4: and I would say that giant sparrow games are masters at that.
1: Right. <clears throat> mm-hmm.
4: Who make unfinished Swan and um, Edith. Yeah. Gotcha. But I mean, I, I I guess like those did land for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Right. Because they're they I mean they did it better. <laughs> Certainly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair. Fair.
2: Yeah, I mean, okay, I don't want to rate this game yet, but I feel like this very much gets into my rating because I I agree with what Raphael said, and I think the world nov the word novelty is a really good way to like describe how I felt about this game. Where I think it's a really beautiful, like well done, lovely game that tells a story in a novel way that I haven't seen before. And I do like mechanics being a part of the storytelling and kind of like seeing how games can do that. Um, but at the same time, I also I don't know if I thought that this story in particular could have been told better in a different medium, but maybe like Raphael also liked the depth that might have come from something else. So I feel like this story was told in a very novel way and the way they told it was really cool and it's like a lovely thing and everyone should play it, but I don't know if it's gonna have like a super long-lasting impact on me like a story told in a different medium might. And that just might be, like, my own person, like, it doesn't have to be right for anybody else, but that's kind of, like, how I was starting to think about this game by the end. Or I guess since we've played it. Mm -hmm. Of, like, this is a really cool thing, and it's a super lovely vignette, and there's some moments in this game that I really like. Like, I really like the music moment, where she hears music and she lifts off. That's not a mechanics moment, necessarily, but...
5: Actually, the mechanics did get in the way for me there as well. Oh, really? I was trying to catch all the Agreed. notes, Unlucky. and I didn't like think about. Yeah, me it. too. And so I missed a bit of the like idea that she was actually following the music to something.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: Like it's
3: a oh. like it's a smell almost. Like it's like a you know someone just baked a pie or something, and she's following the.
2: I just like sort of like the visual <clears throat> metaphor. Not sure if that's the right word here, but. Of the it Like, is. the experience of, like, putting in your headphones and, like, hearing some music and, like, you're walking down, like, a totally gray mundane street and all of a sudden the world just feels, like, totally different. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I get the experience of, like, having my headphones in and being, like, it feels like I'm in a movie right now. Or, like, I'm in, like, a magical land with fairies and forests. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of, like, I, I thought that was a really, like, beautiful artistic depiction of what it can feel like to listen to music. Yeah. um so it's like there are you get a moment
4: McCoy's holding a bird
2: <laughs> yeah, like where'd you get that
4: and wh- Where's it supposed to go
2: <laughs> yeah. Get that away from me
3: <laughs> Oh god damn um,
2: It's
3: podcast rated R mm-hmm.
2: Yeah Who knew
5: Yeah I-, I completely agree that it is like Really artistically depicted And it's well done I I think I actually would have gotten more out of the scene just watching it and not playing it. Like Mm -hmm. that exact thing. Mm
2: -hmm. Which I did watch it and not Mm -hmm. play it. So maybe that's a proof. I don't know.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
4: I think think that this, that scene in particular would have benefited from fewer notes in a straight line so that you didn't Hmm. have to like move all over the screen to collect them all.
2: But I feel like then visually it wouldn't um, have been as impactful because I like that it kind of like, you know, like a straight okay, line would have been in too a, serious. A,
4: a, in a connected line so that you didn't have to like, so that they weren't all over the screen and you had to like stop and like go up and then go down and then move on.
1: Mm-hmm. But so like,
4: you know, just like float and flow. Right.
3: I would also say that they're... That's all reasonable, but it is not a necessity that one gets all of the notes. I would just say, especially not, oh, absolutely like true.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And but, I, like, I we're miss hardcore
4: gamers that, that... yeah,
2: <laughs> we need to <laughs> win. Are
4: true. going for, yeah, for like high for me, scores in this,
5: yeah. I mean, I, 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 I guess, it, like, this has some dissonance for me because, like, who is this game for? Like, you have to be somebody who can read into the mechanics telling the story but if you play a lot of games then a lot of that is going to get in the way Mm
1: -hmm. Hmm. i'll
3: tell you who. all right it's for someone who has well i mean i'm sure my mom would enjoy it too and she hasn't played but also you know it's for someone who's played a lot of video games but has also long since given up getting all the notes (laughs) <laughs> and unless it's gonna absolutely bar me from progression later, I don't give up flying. But I am. So you're
2: saying your spirit has been broken. No, by, no, no, like, no, 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 the My Witcher, spirit, my spirit has been freed. Oh,
3: it's the opposite. No, no, no. I see it as escaping from a prison. Um, but because to me, I'm like, there's no way I'm touching the ground. Like I'm just gonna soar. That's it. I might go up and down for fun because it looks sick. Like one's hand might outside of a car, right? Mm-hmm. right but i'm not gonna i'm not touching the ground fuck that noise i'm vibing yeah and honestly yeah,
0: it's like a weird little like yeah it's like a headspace that i get into when playing these games like abzu was another game where it's like that had a lot of like mechanics in it in terms of like portals and collectibles almost but like i don't know i just even as somebody who likes to try and find all the collectibles it's like i just get into a very particular headspace with these games where i just kind of want the game to take me on a ride and i don't care how it does it Mm
2: -hmm. i just want
0: to experience
2: it Mm -hmm. Um, i think that's a good way to say it it's to like describe it's like when you play one of these like super artsy indie games and you know what you're getting into you kind of like just get on and go with it and then get off at the end
3: and listen i think it's I, like, if you're going to get in that style of headspace with a game and it seems to have signaled to you that that's the right way to approach it and, and you feel that you've read those signals and you go for it and then it fails you for getting 99 out of 100 notes, you should come on a podcast and talk shit about that. Yeah, you
2: should write in because we want to <laughs> play that game and we want to destroy it verbally. Because, like,
3: <laughs> cause, like for someone – like, to get into that flow is such a magical, beautiful thing and it is absolutely at odds with – it's. so it's the same thing I talked about in – In God of War. And I won't spoil, but there is a very amazing, amazingly powerful scene with so much momentum Mm. in God of War with so much music. And like the cutscene is just like, it's just amazing. And you're just, it's the most like... The
2: hype is off the charts. Yeah,
3: it's off the charts. It's like multi-year level hype for me in terms of video games that I've played. And immediately afterwards you can just turn around and go underneath the walkway to get a chest that gives you 79 ethereum or some shit like it's just like that that being there at all and the fact that you know it's there and the fact that the gamer part of you knows it's there and wants to chase it is actually ruining the flow and so a game like this i feel like is is in a is in a world where it's trying to not ruin that flow but of course like that is what it is right mm-hmm. like you know it's so many years of gamer training um and of course like i said it would be an absolute sin if it were to to double back on that and actually require the stuff like you know if you lose the argument or something like it's you i can't think end the game either there you know
2: there was one point where this game did that and it was when we were making our butterfly oh uh-huh. and it wouldn't we mccoy and i had made a be- what we thought was a beautiful butterfly Minimalist. very minimal yeah. Falls. Stunning butterfly. <laughs> okay, James. Yep. I had not... the
5: same thing actually. <clears throat> yeah.
2: And it wouldn't let us. Yeah,
5: it wasn't done yet. Yeah. Because
2: it wasn't done yet because we hadn't put. And I was like, for a game about creativity and art, I'm offended about this. Yeah, that's true. If I want to put one pink f- heart on this butterfly and be done, because that's aesthetically what I think is the ultimate butterfly here, <laughs> it should let me continue. But the yeah. fact, like, you really had to put a lot of stuff on that butterfly butterfly before it would let you progress that was the only time where i was like "Mm, somebody messed this up
3: yeah i actually got the sense that they they wanted to show you that there was like a little bit more depth to those mechanics than you thought like because like you could just stamp colors on the wings or whatever and that's fine but actually you can use the edges like it's like it's like a cutout in mm-hmm. a sense so you can use the edges of your symbol to like make mm-hmm. different patterns so you'd stamp one like three times but around the wings and just on the little edges and they were kind of i feel like trying to show you that that was possible by like not having you have enough space to like fit everything on and yeah unfortunately i feel like total total miss. at and least in for me and i
2: was sort of unhappy with our butterfly
3: yeah and that's but maybe that's a story for Her art career, right? She initially wasn't happy with her output because her mom or something forced her to do more colors. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, that's like a pretty small gripe with this game. I feel like a lot of what we're doing is like nitpicking at what is generally a pretty nice experience, but that one kind of bothered me.
4: I think what it was trying to do was actually force people to be a little bit creative so they wouldn't just put one thing on and be like all right get me through get me through Mm -hmm. you know
1: Mm
4: -hmm. yeah um but instead you thought about it you were like ah this is the perfect choice just a heart right here and it wanted a five
3: And you were like, well, and then you can't erase it or anything, at least to my knowledge. So, so I'm sitting there like, well, I would redo this if I had to do five. I mean, this is like a different, <laughs> like I would.
2: You would have made different choices. <laughs> I would have
3: made different choices. Yeah. And so then.
4: You could have you know, just like, made a solid color in a different color. and then...
0: I think the developers just weren't anticipating the minimalist trend that is in, in <laughs> vogue these days. That's right. <laughs> that could be it.
5: Otherwise, they the would have put. That's in the game as well. If the game's art style, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> Although there's a lot of shit around their house, and I'm like, listen, honestly, you should put all this shit away. That's <laughs> just my opinion. <laughs>
2: Look, we're just putting everything into storage.
3: <laughs> I'm like, no. Do we even need one toaster? Like, I don't think so.
2: It's a one use appliance. We what if, don't, yeah, we don't, what if we got a toaster this.
3: oven? You know? We no space for that. Yeah, it seems like more efficient. We could put pizza in there, too. No, nope. You ever tried to put pizza in a toaster? Oh, shit. It's
4: fucked up.
2: Apparently, if you turn <laughs> it on its side. Did you hear that you somebody just. Their
4: house got burned down because they tried to cook a steak in the toaster.
2: Wait, okay, wait. That's amazing. Cause I think I think I've seen. Look, I'm up with food on the internet. I think I've seen people do that on You've the internet. Seen... I bet it's yeah, like a yeah. But new instead, they're trend.
4: lying to you because you cannot cook a steak in the toaster. I mean, they cooked the steak outside the toaster think. and then put it into a toaster for the for, for the, the video
2: for the for the TikTok.
4: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. those kids
3: in tiktoks burning houses down via toasters and like state. don't
0: put stuff in toasters you're not supposed
3: to <laughs> yeah i think they did Which the is, same thing about yeah.
0: aluminum foil in the microwave mm. yeah that'll fuck your shit up
3: yeah like that'll light shit on fire i actually during a work meeting in the last literal like literally in the last month someone was like oh my god like my my kids in the other room are like freaking out like something about like is something going on and i'm like they just think about a microwave like something about it's like it's going on in the microwave or something. I, I might need to go check it. And I was like, did they put tinfoil in there? Because that's the only thing I know you can really – I'm sure you can do other things to fuck up a microwave. But like I feel like, like they did that.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And she came back like, yo, they did that. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so that was very wonderful. I Kids, like. man. Yeah. Yeah. It's honestly really impressive. Like if you don't have fireworks – It's a, you know. I mean,
2: do not encourage this. What? Listeners. A safer way you can do this is uh,
5: with a grape. You can create plasma in your microwave. It's pretty
2: fun. (laughs) Wait, that doesn't sound safer. Isn't plasma like crazy?
5: Yeah, but I mean, it's not a lot of plasma. It fizzles out pretty (laughs) fast.
2: Listeners, do not do any of this. Do not put a grape in the microwave, create plasma, and then touch it. Like, that's a bad idea. Don't put tinfoil in the microwave. Don't put shit in your toaster you're not supposed to put in a toaster. I'm like,
3: these are all adult science projects that we'd like to do. No. We can buy a new <laughs> microwave, be. It sounds like a real pain in the ass.
2: You are buying the new <laughs> microwave. I refuse to engage in that.
3: It's not the money. It's the fact that it's like you have to install that thing. Mm-hmm. Someone's got to come out here. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds annoying. All there right. are just certain things that are, like, built into our, like, condor or whatever that I just, like, I really McCoy. hope
4: they don't play. Break.
1: what yeah
4: oh uh my internet oh Uh
2: oh <laughs> oh god
4: Do
3: you think
2: he put tinfoil in the toaster and like blew his internet out
3: <laughs> oh god you guys yeah that's exactly what happened well maybe we should start wrapping this up before this becomes an editing nightmare for me to try to put in and out james <laughs> all right like, everybody has 10 seconds to rate the game <laughs> <laughs> everyone else can talk that they don't have an internet problem all right
4: um <clears throat> okay, yeah. so my little audio note starts at like 125 Okay,
3: um, thank you
2: for saying that in the podcast. We know McCoy's not going to edit that out.
3: <laughs> if they, I, well, welcome it's like yeah, yeah, welcome back. My now, internet
4: like, died. Yeah,
3: yeah. All I heard was just like a dying scream from you from Discord, just like "Hey, McCoy!"
1: Like just like
3: <laughs> it's like you guys are getting sucked out the fucking internet tubes or some shit. Yeah. Um, Maybe we are at the point where we can rate this, you guys. We're about at over a little over 2x for the game. So that's pretty good. That's about where my estimates were. So mm-hmm. I feel like I'm on point there on par. So perhaps we should go and rate it. Now, I would rate it first. However, I really am going to be selfish here. And I'm going to make other people rate this first so I can think about it more. Mm. Because I'm having difficulty with this game. You don't game. want to go
2: too high or too low.
3: Okay. I, I can rate it. Okay.
5: Thank you.
2: A brave volunteer.
5: So, I mean, I think this has come out with what I've said about the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. But for me, I think this is like a one thumb up. It's like something I enjoyed a bit. I felt like there were things that were kind of clashing that got in the way of me enjoying it more. Um, as in, in some sense, a lot of it didn't really speak to me. Um, and at the end, I was kind of like, okay, that was a game. Um, but... It was fun, um, and it was interesting to some degree. So one thumb up seems the the right place for me.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
5: Thank you.
3: Such definitiveness. I like it. Um, Elena, what do you think? Do you agree with that?
2: I do agree with that. Um, I think that for me, like, I I don't think that one thumb up is a bad thing. Like, a one thumb up is a good rating. Like, people should play this. It's a 30-some-minute game that is really nice and lovely. Um I really like the art style. I think, like I said, like there's some moments in this that I really enjoyed. Um, but I think for me, it kind of comes down to like when I think about the difference between a one thumb up and a two thumb up game for me, which is completely arbitrary. But here is my distinction: is that like two thumbs up to me like has some staying power and is a story that I'll think about again or a game that I'm gonna think about again. And I think that for me, like Florence was a really lovely. 40 minutes, and this was a really lovely conversation about it, but I don't know if the story has a ton of like sticking power for me. Um, While it was told in sort of a novel way, and I haven't seen a lot of the game mechanics in this I've never seen before, and I think are really clever. Um, Like the first time we saw the puzzle pieces getting put together, and we were like, oh, it's because like she's like trying to put together her thoughts to talk, or when they, you know, when they get the puzzle pieces get pointy, that was really like I enjoyed putting those mechanics together. and kind of figuring out what they meant in the context of the story. I... I, I think that the story itself is maybe not as... Uh, not that every story told has to be, like, a new, like, twist on something. I don't... It doesn't have to be like that. But I just felt like this was a story I'd heard before. And I'd seen before. And while it was, like, a lovely thing to experience and think about for a minute, it's not going to, like, stick with me forever. Where I'm going to, like, be, like, thinking about it for a long time after. Um... Which, again, like, I don't think is a bad thing. I just think it's a, like, it's a lovely, great experience. People should go play, absolutely. But it for me, it doesn't quite, like, hit the next threshold of being something that's going to really stick with me for a long time. So, one thumb. Nice.
3: All right, James, you're working. Can we squeeze you in here? Uh, All right, let's
1: get you
0: right now. That boy. T minus 30 seconds. Go. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. Uh, I enjoyed this game quite a bit Um, Turns out I'm like An old man that likes short games um, (laughs) That don't like Disrespect my Time Um, Yeah I um, I really dug the way that the mechanics interacted with the story, um, kind of the opposite experience that Raphael seemed to be having, or not the opposite, but a different one. Um, and um, I I enjoyed the 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 little bits of story, <laughs> little bits of story. Um, <clears throat> The little self-contained story, rather. Um, And I'm going to, I don't know, probably not have people play this because there's a long backlog of incredible games that I'm going to try and get people to play, and this one is just good. Um, And while it's cute, Um, and touching, I think one thumb is a, is a good place for it. I was considering two thumbs. Um, but I think, uh, when I, when I hold it up against the other games that we played, one thumb is a, is a good, is a good place for it. It's, it's high in that, in that rating. um, I don't know. I think I want to see what it felt like feels like on the phone. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that that context might be a very different, very interesting, um, experience and maybe a better one to share with others and a very easy one to share at that because it's on the phone Mm -hmm. right exactly it's like here try this Mm -hmm. um yeah nice so one thumb okay i and uh, next is mccoy or zoe
1: yeah
3: i was gonna
0: say mccoy this was your pick do you want to go last
3: uh is this really my pick holy shit it
0: was in your beautiful it it was was part of your block yeah
3: okay can we just like dispel this narrative that we are doing a beautiful games block because we're not we split them up between a bunch of other games (laughs) other people want to play that's total fucking trash and i will not let it it's a block we did a block we just broke it into two parts so that's so disrespectful to the block (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i think it would have been more breaking up But it's not a block. It was never a block. Okay, all right.
2: It's a smattering of beautiful indie games.
3: Yeah, just the whole block idea is completely wrong, and I think is like a just a a failure to understand what I was trying to bring to that. Which was just like these are some pretty small like games we can throw in, you know, and
2: so one thumbs down to the block idea. Wait,
5: what? (laughs) I feel deceived Mm now. This is definitely not how it was. A block in the hand.
3: Yeah, thankfully there's not recording of this, so I can just stay my stay on my ground here um, and gaslight everyone allegedly. Um, yeah, which another thing that doesn't really show up in this in this game that I thought was like a key for relationships is gaslighting. <laughs>
2: oh, you have painted me in such
3: a good light. No, I didn't say you did it. I said it was a key tool and potentially. I yeah. I I mean like I just don't have a very good memory, so like honestly, I just like essentially gaslight myself. <laughs> like it's really unfortunate. <laughs> Like, sometimes Elena and I will sit there, and she'll be like, I'm pretty sure this happened. I'll be like, I'm pretty sure this happened. And I'll be like, you know what? I don't know what, like, who lit it, but I can tell you that I can smoke gas. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I, it's someone's gaslighting someone, but we don't know who the fuck. And anyways, not important. Um, so, okay, I'll go last then. Fine. So, we jump in.
0: Cool. Um, I... I think I mentioned I mentioned it like towards the beginning of discussing this game, but I I personally thought this game was like a very perfect cohesive package, um, just in terms of the art style and the story it told. I didn't have as much of an issue with the game mechanics. In fact, I thought that the mechanics represented for these emotional connections that Florence and Krish had with one another within themselves. I thought. That was all just very poignant and very effective for me. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this game so much so that I played it twice. And I think both times I just kind of like had like just a little dumb grin on my face, even if it was a game about, you know, a relationship that is no more. But I think what I found to be beautiful about it was just how, like, how mature of a story it is. Um, Not mature as an adult themed. We've gone through that enough. Okay. (laughs) But uh, just just adult in the sense of, like, it it just deals with actual real adult things that I think a lot of romance games don't really try and focus. And in a way, I can echo McCoy's sentiment where he wishes that, you know, the game portrayed some sort of way of how they were trying to combat their drifting apart or whatnot or like you know ways that they could succeed or at least try to work on things that were apparent in the game but sometimes that just isn't how it works out in some relationships and but I you know I do agree like that would have been nice to see you do you do root for this couple as you see their relationship blossom in front of you and to see it slowly start disintegrating and slowly eroding away, like is very sad to see. Um, I, but also I, I just, I really liked how the story could concluded just in the sense of, yeah, it's, it's not this whole, they break up and Florence says, fuck you, Chris," I'm going to be an, artist and she like you know (laughs) guitar riff as she puts on sunglasses and blazes away in a convertible like no like it's just and this is kind of what i mean to be like as like a mature game and that it just shows like this was a relationship that was no more but i read it as florence taking these lovely memories and kind of thanking thanking them for their time and their experience to help her be the person that she's turned out to be at the end of the game, um, you know, being an aspiring artist and, you know, like the romantic in me, like at that final art gallery scene, I'm like, oh, this is the part where Krish is going to be there. And they're going to like, they're going to meet up again in this art gallery and he's going to like congratulate her on making it as an artist, but spoilers. He, he doesn't show up in the art gallery. In fact, like, you never see Krish again after he moves out and that's life sometimes these people come into our lives and sometimes they leave and you'll it's not like the movies where they'll just show up in a random place again and everything's all sunshine and rainbows again sometimes they're just gone uh but we can thank them for their experience and i think that's very beautiful um so i think overall i'm going oh god i mm-hmm. i think I struggle with this a lot. I think I'm gonna have to give this game a. For me, it's a gold star just because of how effective this story was to me. Um, I just, then why, I thought why it, caveat
3: it then. That's what I uh, like. If you can say the words for me, it's a gold star. Then don't let the haters the bring gold, you down.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, because the gold star is what you, as the individual, considers to be a gold star game, and this is just. It's, it's such a short and sweet experience. Like I said, I love the art. I love the music. I love the color palette. I think it's all just one beautiful, cohesive package. Um, and it was just like a lovely experience that I would try to encourage anybody to play, but I completely understand for those it didn't click with why it might not click. Uh, but for me, an artsy indie game connoisseur, this shit's my jam <laughs> so there
3: you go nice nice yeah um i mean if it makes you feel any better but probably not really i'll give it a two thumbs up personally um it's just to try to like say that there is more value in this game i think than has gone on the table necessarily yet but um the reason why is, it's interesting like i actually really don't love the argument that a game like must be lasting and like that's the definition of the stars like okay fine if that's what it is for you then fair enough but for me it's like i don't remember shit so (laughs) like that's not a fair metric um at least for me um but what i will say is that the story i certainly but if we want to take that line of thought and, and play with it a little bit for fun the story itself i probably won't remember long because it's not really like up my alley in terms of like stories and i don't think it was particularly like that insane or interesting but i don't think it needed to be i think it was kind of supposed to be mundane and supposed to be relatable and average but what i think will be lasting about this game is the way that they use the mechanics to evoke the concepts of of life i think that stuff i could see myself in a year referencing uh when playing another game that has similar things and comparing it to this and i think in that ways it's Um, among the best in that way. Um, It reminds me a lot of Black Bar, which, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. there you go. Like, that was another game that people were like, this game fucking sucks. And, like, maybe, but it was creative as hell in the way that it told its story. And I think this one is also creative as hell at the way it tells its story. Um, And there's something to be said for the creativity in a game like this. That's sort of what I was talking about with The Unfinished Swan, being like, there's just something too creative about this for me i'm i don't know how to handle it it's too creative and i think there's some of that creative magic here with the way they they um do the mechanics and also the the cohesiveness that's always talking about that for sure so i think yeah and also like it's a, it's a short game but like james i value that
1: mm-hmm.
3: it's short enough to actually legitimately be something you can play on a couch before you get uncomfortable and realize your back kind of hurts um you know what i mean and that's a special, special thing. That's a perfect length, I think, um, for many of us that sit on couches and recognize that they often suck. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I would say I would say two thumbs. There's like, but there's a creativity here that's potentially gold star worthy. So if that is something that speaks to you um, in a way that it may not have spoke to some of us, then then I think it could get there for you just as it did for Zoe. So fair on that. Let's get out of here. What do you think?
0: Hell yeah. All right. Sounds great. Unless we want to make any more lewd jokes. (laughs) I think the podcast had enough of those. I think we're okay for today. I will think about my next.
3: You know what?
2: I didn't make that joke. McCoy.
3: I didn't make the joke. No one
2: made the joke. It just
0: kind of (laughs) happened. And now it will live in infamy.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Hashtag burn the hand to in the bush on Instagram this week. Check it out. <laughs> Fuck
4: yeah. So, that's my cool. internet died again, and so I just <laughs> did an outro where I was talking about how my internet died, and I've been hearing some thunder. Um, and then I ended my recording.
2: Okay. Dude, well, James is that's...
4: doing some solo stream shit on the side.
2: Yeah. Like, just like fucking like. James has got his Twitch up already. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, James so is the, the next streamer. Yeah,
4: I, think I
3: was gonna
2: quality. say.
0: Do hope that McCoy edits that towards the end there, just for a final, <laughs> final goodbye. But all right, cool. We'll hit that stop. But no. Uh.
4: Okay, I think my internet died. The time is one twenty-five into this recording. This is a little audio note. For you listeners out there, and probably also McCoy, I love you. Listeners, you're awesome. Well, fuck. And then I sneezed at 127. Guys, I'm getting rowdy with this internet being dead shit.